I'm your host, Anthony, and thank you once again for joining us for all the latest news and views of the LGBT universe. And without any further ado, let us welcome back the various individuals who have joined me this week to go over all those news and views. And for no particular order, uh, let's welcome back Mr. Reliable, Mr. Brother Sinatus. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, sir. He's blue and he's got jeans. It's David, that blue jeans guy. Hello. Hello, Hello. sir. And uh, we have our research department, Mr. Raphael, back in tow. Buenas tardes, America. Buenas tardes, chat room. And yes, I do speak English. (laughs) You're trying to make that. But you can speak Spanish as much as you want. Uh, They would understand me, though, unfortunately. Uh, We don't need to understand you. And then please welcome a new listener. He's uh, walking into the podcasting sphere. Please welcome Mr. Tracy. Hello, hello, hello. Tracy, tell us a quick little uh, 411 about yourself. Okay. I'm 40 years old. I live out here in Phoenix, Arizona, but I was born and raised in uh, north central Texas, just outside of Fort Worth. And uh, I'm a hot-looking guy, so... (laughs) That's and weird. humble too. We don't we don't have ugly looking people on this weekend, gay. I'll tell you that right now. So that's awesome. All Pictures right. or we don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all I can say when I was on the uh, the screen over there at uh, the Pride Forty Eight event, everybody thought I was the hottest guy uh, next to uh, Mister um, uh, What's His Face. Um, um, Big Fatty. No, no, no. <laughs> Adam. Uh, Adam. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. So me and Adam are going for the uh, Mr. Pride 48 of the year, I guess. I don't know. So, But anyhow, let's go off to France as my food just arrived. Thank you, babe. And uh, let's hear what's going on with the French president. Mr. Uh, David, take it away, please. All right. French president Francois Hollande made an impassioned speech to the United Nations General Assembly yesterday calling for countries across the globe to end the criminalization of homosexuality. Echoing a commitment made by Secretary of State Hillary Clinton last year, Hollande said that France will work to ensure the citizens of all countries live free of persecution. And quoting Hollande, France will continue to engage in all these struggles for the abolition of the death penalty, for women's rights to equality and dignity, for the universal universal decriminalization of homosexuality, which should not be recognized as a crime, but on the contrary, recognized as a, and they put in brackets, sexual orientation. All member countries have the obligation to guarantee the security of their citizens, and if one nation adheres to this obligation, it is an imperative that we, the United Nations, facilitate the necessary means to make that guarantee. These are the issues that France will lead and defend in the United Nations. I say this with seriousness. When there is when there is paralysis and inaction, then injustice and intolerance can find their place. So yay, France. And did he say Sacre Bush afterwards? <laughs> Anyone? Um, that's not in the transcript here. So there is a video video you can watch if you want to hear it. All right. So what do we think about this, guys? Well, it's... French policy uh, has been 
has France has had a, like the United States a universalist uh, mission. After all, the Declaration of the Rights of Man is uh, the quintessential French document, and was actually used as part of the basis of what the UN calls the Universal Declaration of, Human, of Rights. However, the funny thing is that while Mr. Hollande was having that speech in the UN in Geneva in their satellite um, um, headquarters, the Human Rights Council passed a resolution. 25 to 15 to 7 abstentions in which they were defending traditional values, which some people say might be uh, used against gay people. So, yeah, it's a plus on one side, it's a negative on the other. And the more important thing is, I hope that France uses that influ the influence it has in, North in northern, western, and central Africa and former French colonies to push those views on, then it'll be a plus. All right, any other thoughts before I give you the conspiracy theory? Anyone? People, brace for your uh, drinks. All right, so grab your drink and basically... New World Order. That's all I'm going to say. So, put this way. The France, hey. if he's, if he, you know what, he could give me all the gay rights for France, but, you know, considering you get three strikes and you're out if you download a toy in France, I'm a little bit not too sure I would want to live in France right now. Although Matt Weinstein did move there, so... Who knows? But, I mean, uh, as much as I, I, I respect you, Anthony. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> the fact is, um, certain countries have a missionary seal, and we love to say how you know put down France all the time, and and, uh, and France does have that same missionary seal that we do. Uh, so you know, it's 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 a good thing so i wouldn't poo poo that too much uh, I, I, granted gra granted the general assembly is a showcase uh this yes. is the general speeches is basically every every world leader will give their little christmas wish list but yeah. still it's nice to have it in front of the eyes of the world that a country is saying hey uh we must defend uh the rights and it's actually the head of a of a state and the head of a government because the french president is a head of government it's not a ceremonial president uh saying Hey, we, we stand for, for the rights of gay people, so you, we shouldn't poo-poo it too much, my I'm good friend. I'm not poo-pooing it, but it just, you know, there's some other things he's done that I'm not too fond of. But Well, no country, no, no country is perfect, Anthony. Our own country has a lot of warts, okay? <laughs> warts? Is that what we're calling them these days? <laughs> it's if you want it, okay? The Virgo says, is apparently France is worse living experience than Chicago. Really? Is that what is that what Matt Weinstein is saying? I say I say we give it a plus, okay? See All it? right, we'll give it a plus. Let's move on. We spent too much time on the story. Let's move on to Iowa. Raphael, take us take us to the corn-fed country. Uh, it seems our friends and Nam have to just go ahead and get put their noses in in other people's business. Uh, three of the seven Iowa Supreme Court justices. Judges, excuse me, that unanimously approved the marriage equality bill, uh, is, uh, marriage equality in 2009, were in the following year with the help of heavily funded out-of-state hate groups. Yesterday, NAM announced that it will devote another $100,000 to this year's attempt to boot a fourth judge. Uh, basically, there is uh, Bob Bender plots. He is, uh, periodically in Iowa, you have to go what's called a, uh, a uh, referendum for, to keep your job. And he's up this year. And, of course, our friends in Nam are saying, let's go ahead and have him boot it. Uh, um, 
if he gets booted, uh, what happens is the governor, who is a Republican, elected in 2010 in the Tea Party search, will get to appoint a new Supreme Court judge. But the good news, I was listening on on NPR, that I want to kind of a little bit not happy about this whole process. Uh, they understand you, that judges can be out of the uh, go out of the reservation, according to some people. But it is still they don't they hate they hate even more having politicians uh, and politics get involved in the, in the in the judiciary. So who knows? Uh, and actually, since the three judges that got kicked out were a little bit shell shocked, now they're a little wiser to it. And of course, the usual suspects have gone in. So we have in, we have uh, uh, Senator Santorum or Frothy Mix. Uh, uh, and, you know, it's, it's funny also because the uh, NAM is saying, well, we've got to stop judicial activism. But at the U.S. Supreme Court, actually, the activist is coming from the right. And let's not, let's, let us mention Citizens United, which was actually decided on a broader uh, basis than it was actually argued. So well, it, it also is, says, I'm also reading your family leader, Head Von Bob Vanderplatz. Is a three times failed candidate for Iowa governor who enjoys a hearty fag joke and who has been accused of demanding a huge payment in return for the group's endorsement of Rick Santorum. So, I mean, th- this goes back to just the simplistic idea that if these groups don't like what judges are doing, which is actually defending the law and the Constitution, then they just find a way to get rid of them so they can stall their judge, which does what they want him to do. Or her, which well, is which is not what we're, that's not what is supposed to happen. That's not how the legal system is supposed to work. The legal system is supposed to work based on the fact that if there's a right or wrong, you find out what the right or wrong is, and then basically the judge will rule on that. But well, at least as, as I said, I ones are getting watching up to it because there was I was listening to NPR and they were kind of upset about the whole the whole interest again. Of outside groups in their judicial election because so it might be it might be a plus. You Wait, know, but you listen to NPR and you haven't crashed your car from falling asleep yet? I actually like NPR. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know you're, 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 you know you're such a barrel of joy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I have to reach for jokes. I'm sorry. You know sometimes the jokes are a little bit to me. That's all I got in the back the bag this week. So. Trust me, uh, you, you're Raphael. You're a latecomer to the party. Anthony is just, yeah, crazy. He's on time. I have I have heard him before. before <laughs> yeah. But, all right. Uh, any other thoughts to this? I hope they fail. I, I really do. I hope. Yeah, they're they're, they're really starting yeah. to get annoying, aren't they? Starting. Well, starting to get annoying. That's an understatement. Well, they they pass annoying years ago. I mean. Um, well, you'll see, obviously in another story, they, they, they got their comeuppance on something else, but they've just gotten fucking annoying. Uh, well gotten, uh, again, nothing. They always they were. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's go to New York where a pro marriage gay Senator declared GOP primary winner. And once again, like we said about Nam, I have to go back and delete those blog entries declaring the GOP New York Senator Stefan Saland lost his primary because he voted for same-sex marriage. The results of the primary election between Saland and Neil DiCarlo of Brewster on September 13th were too close to call. 
After the remaining absentee and affidavit ballots were counted today at the Dutchess County Board of Elections, Saland received 286 and DiCarlo 217. <laughs> Damn. And Frank Cap, a, a Democrat election commissioner. This gives Saland a grand total of 5,288 votes and DiCarlo 5,181 votes in Dutchess and Putnam counties. A 107 vote lead for Salin. A total of 34 of the absentee and affidavit doubt ballots in Dutchess County are set aside. Me and the candidates are asked a judge to rule on them. So it's impossible for Salin to lose. Knapp said today he won. Now I'm still battling 0.0 in the New York State Assembly. Yet they keep lying and lying to their followers. Well, duh. Ha ha. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, what's what's even worse about this, David, is that the fact that this organization is probably pro propagating technically inaccurate information from time to time, which doesn't help us. You think? Yeah. This is NOM. We just talked about him a, a second ago here. I know, but at least, if anything, our site is generally tries to do the right thing. They're just trying to be, they're just damn evil, downright evil. Well, no, that they're misguided. Uh, no, in their evil. ways. Let's call, not call, call, them call because I mean, if we if we were to start throwing cast aspersions, uh, we will have cases such as those who vote Democratic vote for Satan. Well, but then they've been declared a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Group. So yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna, do, yes. you can be a group and you can declare what your 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 opinions are. But when you go and you spout infactual information, then you're just trying to confuse the public. I, I thought oh. the family, I thought the Family Research Council was the one that had a. Um, well, they're just as bad. So, no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're I'm not saying they're bad for us, but uh, I don't know. All, all these anti-gay. I'll, I'll go with the misguided thing. They're they are totally. Um, they, they are marketing false information, yes, but the people who follow them are are misguided because they're not doing the they're not doing their own research. Yeah, but are they misguided because they the don't understand the research or have the wrong research, or are they purposely trying to misguide people into inaccurate information? Well, I think the leadership uh, is purposefully misguiding people. I think some of the leadership is also just woefully mis misinformed. Um, so it's I a mean, combination. Uh, since a lot of this is basically biblically based, they're basing a lot of uh, a lot of their stuff on theology that's been disproven. Several times over. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, Are you saying that the Bible could they they could change their view of the Bible and the Bible kept different interpretations? David, our biblical scholar. Um, if you just look at the the verse in Leviticus where it says that uh, thou shalt not lie with a man as another man, it's an abomination. That same word translates elsewhere in Leviticus as just unclean. <laughs> which, Duh. which in well, the, actually, in, sorry, go ahead. Well, un, and uncleanliness was a temporary condition under the Mosaic Law, typically uh, cured by ritual washing and or quarantine for a while. It just basically meant you were contagious; you could spread disease elsewhere. So Jesus was um, basically saying that if a man lies down with another man, they're going to be dirty because the cum's going to be on them. Well. <laughs> Amongst Sorry. other things, Anthony. <laughs> the point is, uh -oh. at that time, because they didn't understand the transmission of disease, 
they they nevertheless got guidance from somewhere um, that if they did wash and then they did quarantine themselves, it would lessen the po- the possibility of spreading illness. And if you figure where you know body parts, what body parts are involved typically in any kind of sexual act, you know they're they're all multi-purpose. Isn't so, that isn't that word that's used there similar to having? Uh, yeah. Sex with a woman during her yes. menstrual. Yeah, that's what that, menstrual that's a, cycle, or and and just heterosexual sex. I mean, you know, regardless, yeah. it Maybe it's the Jesus same thing. Talking about Santorum. <laughs> and actually, I, I I'm actually over at the um, SLPC website, uh-huh. and NOM is not listed as one of the hate groups. They they do have Family Research Council, but not 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 NOM. Okay. Well, Nam is just as bad. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm not. I'm not saying Nam is good. It's officially in the this week in gay list of anti-gay groups. Let's put it that way. So, I second the motion. Uh, yeah, I so, agree with that. Spe- speaking of second the motion, let's go off to seconding. To, there's no transition here. Uh, Texas, Tracy, tell us what's going on in Texas. And if you could do this in a Texas accent, it'd be even more cool. Oh wow! All right. <laughs> uh, well, let. I'll do that for you, Anthony. Let, let's see here. Oh, boy, this doesn't surprise me at all for my state. Uh, Texas school shuts down entire course to prevent possibly gay students from joining. Uh, the principal of a school in Texas has canceled an entire course reportedly to prevent a man he thought might be gay from enrolling. Cicada uh, Clark, the now former head of cosmetology at Taylor Center Career in Texas, Technology Center told the examiner that Principal Thomas Amons had canceled the course and that his deciding factor was that he didn't want one student to enroll. The principal met Kwame Gray on the first day of term, September 10th, but Mr. Gray said he never spoke to him before making his judgment. Ms. Clark said he had canceled the course after having met Mr. Gray. Um, in quotes, I don't understand this. I really don't, she said. Principal Amos told me he would rather shut down the program altogether than to have riffraff, in quotes, like that in the program. The next day, he shut down the program. Distraught, the 22-year-old said, right now, I can see I'm going to need counseling. Uh, I wasn't at the point in my life to really open up about my sexuality. This is a big depression on me. He thought I was gay, and he didn't want me around. That's pretty tough to hear. Uh, and this article goes on for quite a while. Yeah, let's just say yeah. lawsuit. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know, this doesn't surprise me. Uh, come, you know, for my home state, uh, sometimes I'm embarrassed to say I'm from there. Well, there's some parts uh, of Texas. Uh, we'll get to another story. There are parts. Uh, they're actually like Austin's pretty liberal. Right, right. And uh, well, Austin, we'll get, we'll get to here in a minute. But uh, it's you know, Austin, uh, Dallas is is pretty good. Um, Houston. But when you start getting into these mid-sized, smaller towns like this, it's this kind of thinking, you know. Oh, it's uh, there in Ohio. Every, you know, every small town that you go to, it's going to be like that. I mean, it's here in Ohio, too. So that's why I try not to travel outside the outer belt. So uh, well, the, sad, the sad part is he's got to stand on because actually it is perfectly legal in Texas to discriminate for, uh, for sexual orientation. And actually, even after the Lawrence versus Texas case, the Texas Health and Safety Code has a little section that says, even, uh, hold on, that homosexuality is not an acceptable lifestyle and a criminal offense. 
All right, who's got their phone on? Podcast foul. So, in, so, so in this case, despite the fact that we call, call in lawsuit, they have no, they have no leg to stand on. Well, no, just because they have no you, leg you to push? stand on doesn't oh, mean you can't oh, sue them. I said that you were all right, Terry's, uh, Tracy's on the uh, hand, on the phone. So how do I mute, mute him? Uh, okay. So and also even the Romeo and Juliet laws, which uh, apply to Romeo and Juliet laws. Just for those of you who don't know, there are laws that allow slightly, slightly above uh, age uh, adults. Uh, have relationship with slightly uh, oh. age, as long there's uh, they're not three years uh, of difference. It doesn't apply in Texas for same-sex couples. I'm sorry, I'm trying to run things. Keep keep talking. So so those are some of the issues, and of course the sad part is, you are in a cosmetology school. And you expect no one to be not gay in there. Yeah, that's... <laughs> what were you thinking? I mean, exactly. If you have issues with gay people, then the last class I'm going to give will be cosmetology. And I, have, I know they're very probably very straight men who know how to do, you know, makeup. But, for God's sake, ladies and gentlemen, you should expect that. You show me one guy, a straight guy, who does makeup. Seriously. <laughs> I've yet to find one. All right, on to the next story, Brother Sinatus. Okay. One of the photos from the wedding of Brian Edwards and Tom Pelletier, a privateer, have the couple facing each other, holding hands and kissing each other on the lips. In the background is the skyline of New York City, where they live. So imagine their surprise when their wedding photo uh, transformed... With a Colorado background of uh, Christmas trees and uh, whatnot, snow, uh, shows up in an attack ad uh, in a Colorado Senate race, uh, targeting the incumbent Republican Senator Gene White, who was the lady that uh, voted to support gay uh, civil unions in the House of Representatives, no, Senate, State Senate. Uh, the couple now plans to sue public advocates, uh, sue public public advocate of the United States, the conservative Washington D.C. group that paid for the mailer. The Southern uh, Poverty Law Center, which issued a press release uh, Tuesday, announced their plans for legal action. Said the group used the couple's personal engagement photo without their permission and altered the image to include. Anti-gay propaganda. I don't know what the trees are anti-gay, but uh, okay. But no, the mailer was effective. What's the uh, word? Are those, are those uh, real Colorado values? Yeah. Um, the mailer was effective. Um, Gene was uh, defeated. So. We'll sue them. Sue them. Take yes. all their money. <laughs> well, there's. Right oh, go ahead. Brother, Sunay, is that you? Um, I'm sorry. I, I, don't uh, I mean, that's basically it. I mean, it. It was just a nasty, nasty little um, Photoshop thing that uh, was effective. Well, the question is, because, I mean, this is political speech. Where does the, because they, they say the photos were copyrighted, but uh, where, where's the line? I mean, it will be interesting to see how, how it gets decided. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't, see, I couldn't find the complaint anywhere. 
see what we're saying. They were saying they were stock. Uh, they, the defense saying it's a stock photo, but you know you can find stock photos anywhere. I mean, so uh, it was a little malicious from them. They didn't want to pay for it. And the guy actually, Eugene Delgado, which is the um, the head of public advocate, he actually sits on the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors as a city council or the county council. And there's another little FBI investigation on him because he's been using uh, county employees for his little public advocate uh, uh, work. So it's a little more to the story, FYI, guys. Okay, so somebody has to keep talking while I'm doing stuff in the background. Well, hello, everyone. How are you? <laughs> Seder. About time you showed up. Yay. You're over my jaleo. I don't have rehearsal today, but I fell asleep. So I just woke up and went, oh, my God, it's time for this weekend gay. All right. Step away. From, yeah. step, step, step a little bit away from the microphone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I can't step away from the microphone. Perfect. That, perfect. I, right there. I got, a face full, I got a face full of Seder right now, which normally would not be a bad thing. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Keep. No, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to behave. All right. Oh, hey, go ahead. <laughs> well, Sater, since you're here, do you have access? Oh, yes, you do. You have access. Why don't you uh, tell us what's going on in the New York Health Department? Well, I'll be glad to. Give me one second here. Let me pull up the article from Joe, my God. And it says the New York City Health Department issues meningitis outbreak alert for gay men. <laughs> alert, alert. Breaking news. The health department is currently investigating a clusterfuck. I'm sorry, a cluster invasive <laughs> men of oh, fuck you meningococcal disease, commonly known as meningitis. Well, let's just say meningitis in <laughs> among gay men and men who have had sex with men. Among gay men and men who have had sex with men. Okay, invasive meningococcal disease. Is- <laughs> bacterial infection that has a high fatality rate. Within the past four weeks, there have been four cases. One died and one person is in critical care. The cases are spread among several boroughs and among men ages 31 to 42 years old. The most recent four cases have all been HIV-infected men. People living with HIV are at a greater risk than the general populace for acquiring invasive meningococcal disease (laughs) if infected dying from infection. This disease is spread prolonged close contact nose or throat discharges from an infected person. Oh, God, don't tell me that's a new thing. (laughs) So, so, uh, just be careful if you're in New York City and you don't want to get meningococcal disease. Is there there any way you can avoid it? Well, actually, just don't kiss the guy looks like. That's don't about kiss it. the guy whose skin is falling off? Is that what you're going to say? Well, uh, well, I, oh, sorry. Meningitis is actually uh, a, a sickness that affects – it affects two parts of the body. It affects the sheathing of the uh, nerves of the spinal cord and certain nerve endings. So it hurts like crazy. Yeah. Actually, there was a famous porn star that died from it. So – and the other thing that it, it's a blood, it also is a blood poisoning because what happens if you get the blood version of mening- meningitis, uh, it leads to pneumonia and it gets it worse. So, I mean, of course, since you have HIV, your immune system is already suppressed, so it's even worse. And by the way, men who have sex with men are basically those who do it on the down low, FYI. 
Well, we know that, but I'm just so. I, how do you change? Or their military. <laughs> I was so drunk last night. I don't remember what I did. So how do you? I mean, what? Where the? I mean, what do you do to avoid it? I mean, just look, well, where are the symptoms? Well, the symptoms are high fever. I, I, I have to pull it in here. I came really bad. So uh, it's like sick with people with fevers. Not only that, but it's like it's a pain on your um, it's a pain on your on your certain nerve endings. Oh, where is it? Uh, high fever, headache, stiff neck, and a rash that develops rapidly within two days. Those are the common symptoms. Uh, people that have been in prolonged close contact with infected people need to see the health care provider. So if you see somebody who complains of a high fever, headache, stiff neck, and, a, and you see a rash, and it's, you know, you shouldn't be kissing this person because they might have meningitis. Now, I, the New York uh, Department of Health actually ordered 10,000 doses of, uh, of um, vaccine on meningitis, so at least help us on the way, sort of. But once again, if your immune system is suppressed, you're HIV positive, it might not. What if you're not HIV positive, you just well, get this? If, if, you know, if, if, you're not, if you're not HIV positive, you're, you're okay, but I'm, uh, it says here that the cases were, are also hitting the HIV positive community. Ah. Uh, so that's the reason why I'm, 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 I'm stressing that point. Why do I get the feeling this is going to be the next big thing that hits us? I don't think it will. I mean, it's like it's it's just you know it's it's one of those things. Remember, New York has what twelve million people in the in the in the in the five boroughs. So you know it's 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 important. You have to be careful about it. But it's it's, it's I mean it's not also the end of the world. So, I mean, let's kind of bring it a little bit into focus. Yeah, but I think also you need to start treatment early if you think that you may have it. Yeah, so I mean. That's, it, so go see your doctors more often, people. In fact, I Damn recommend right. going to see your doctor every week, like Seder does. You know, the the free clinic can only take so much freeness. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> hey, I thought they charged ten dollars for me. Oh, oh, you haven't gone as long as I have. I'm up to a hundred dollars a visit now. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought okay, at some point they had you on a frequent patient program. Veritable Virgo says it's not true. S MSM is a medical infectious disease classification for gay and bisexual men. It also includes those on the download. The HIVers will have a harder time fighting the meningitis, and it's easier to spread the disease when your immune system is suppressed. Thank you, Veritable. He also says add to the list including syphilis. Well, syphilis is always around at this stage of the game. All right, so be careful if you're in New York, folks. Uh, you know what? Be careful wherever you are. Well, yeah, exactly. Obviously, obviously. Yeah. That's a public service announcement from the state of 69. Remember, always use condoms, and if you can, spunk lube. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, speaking spunk of, is, is speaking spunk, of, where's my bottle? Yeah, spunk lube hasn't sent me anything, so we're not giving them any more free plugs till I get a bottle at my door. Thank you very much. Well, I'm sorry, Anthony, if you entered any of my contests on my podcast, maybe you'd win one. I don't. And win David, contests. you'll be getting yours soon. Okay, won, thank you. I've never won anything in my life. Focus, focus. Sorry. All right. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, let's go to the University of Tennessee. Hey. I think we have a guy that's from Tennessee. He's always in Michigan now, but he used to be from Tennessee. Hey, uh, Tennessee guy, why don't you read the story? Okay. Administrators at the University of Tennessee announced to faculty this week that they could not support any benefits for the unmarried same-sex, part- same-sex partners of employees. Uh, the benefits sought included education credits, leave to care for partners and their children, and family health insurance coverage. 
Chancellor Jimmy Cheek and Agriculture Chancellor Larry Arrington claim that such benefits will be inconsistent with the public policy of our state outlining constitutional and statutory provisions. Tennessee's Marriage Inequality Amendment, passed in 2006, places limits on which couples can be recognized as married, but places no explicit limits on other partnerships. So, yeah, it's true, unfortunately, uh, Tennessee did pass a marriage amendment in 2006 defining marriage as one man, one woman. And um, So did Ohio, yet most employers actually give those people benefits. Hmm. Well, <laughs> calling bullshit. But, but I second the call. private employers can do that. Public employers cannot uh, because they have to adhere to state law. Well, that's why we should never have public colleges, only private. Uh, okay, oh. thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said. Uh, did you ever, ever actually go to a private college? Um, Would you like to pay my $25,000 in student loans that came from my going to a private college? For two I'm years, I, th- or I think it was a private. Um, What's the name of the university? At the- Columbus College of Art and Design. That's, uh, That's probably private. Yeah, it's private. Lord knows it's gay. But I did take a class at Columbus State. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know what? The weird story of that is that I think I was one of three gay people that year. Strangely enough, so. I was like the in gay. A college I was, of art and design. Yeah, I know. I was the gay guy who was in, the, in our class. Go figure. Minus the, the the you know the obvious one. I was. The, you were the only one who was telling the truth. Yeah, Columbus well, College true. of Design is a private college. True. Alrighty. Well, yeah. So um, screw uh, Tessie. Let's bomb them now. Well, it's the same thing that happened with the University of Michigan. Uh, you know, when Michigan passed its marriage amendment. They had to actually rescind benefits because they were already giving them, and uh, they actually had to pull them back because of that. <coughs> and Michigan, Michigan State had to do the very, same thing. I thought Michigan was very progressive thinking. Um, they have been leaning red for the last couple of years. I mean, we actually have a Republican governor right now, um, and the whole marriage amendment thing was basically – Pretty much the west side of the state ended up getting that one passed because the west side of the state, Grand Rapids and all that, is very conservative, actually. Um, The east side of the state is less so, and you get up into like the northern part and the upper peninsula, and it's pretty much, um, you don't see too many Obama stickers up there, I'll put it that way. Yeah, you're around Sheboygan and all of that. I think we Uh, need to get rid of the Upper Peninsula, and Grand Rapids can screw themselves, even though they made that whole little video with the one camera thing. Anyhow, all right, let's move on to... Crickets, crickets, crickets. Yeah, I know. Not not every joke is great A quality here, folks. It's the information that you come here for. Not every other joke is great A quality, (laughs) either. (laughs) Thank you, Stater. Um, so, so real quick, we'll go over these here. France, a marriage bill set for October 31st. In a draft for France, a same-sex marriage bill will be presented to the president on October 31st. So keep an eye on that. Tasmania marriage bill fails, unfortunately. And, you know, when they asked everybody what they thought about it, they said, come on, folks. Do I have to do Don't it? Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you have to go there again, Anthony. I'm sorry. No, I was waiting no for you shame. guys. Have you no shame, sir? How dare you go that that way, sir? It's a good joke. What can I say? It's a good joke for us Tasmanians. How dare you go there, sir? I got to laugh. I'm, I'm, I'm considering a success. Then in Austin, like we said, is actually considering to endorse same-sex marriage on the city of council. We'll yeah. A symbolic resolution. So, Tracy, see, there are some parts of Texas that aren't that bad. Yeah, I'm. I'm not surprised with Austin. It seems to be kind of up and coming. But yeah. See, Adam, well, Adam Curry moved there because he was tired of all the uh, New World Order that was happening in California, and he loves it there. Yeah. Well, on the uh, Tasmania bill, um, it actually failed the upper house. It passed the lower house. And funny thing about Tasmania's upper house. It's majority independent, so the the argument they were saying is actually it's they, it needs to be passed by the federal uh, legislature, which failed a couple of weeks ago. So they were kind of you know pass you know they're passing the buck to each other, but at least it was it's a half victory in Tasmania, so it's at least half the good news. Wow. So keep buying. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, I remember about fifteen years ago, Tasmania was really conservative on gay issues, so they're moving. Further to the left now. Yeah. Or the south. <laughs> and he There's goes that. there again. Yeah, if he goes further south, it'll go to freaking Antarctica, knucklehead. Yeah, I know. If you go any further south, you're pretty much Antarctica. So. I just, I just find it fun. I, you know, for the longest time, I never thought Tasmania was an actual place. I always thought it was part of the Warner Brothers cartoon series. Well, actually, Tasmania and Dallas sound just like that in real life. Yeah, and, and then I found out there was an actual place called Albuquerque because you know Bugs Bunny took the left with the wrong turn. Or no, Cucamonga. It was uh, he missed uh, Albuquerque and turned the missed the wrong turn on Cucamonga. And then I found there was actually a city called Cucamonga. I'm like, oh my god, I was Anthony Bugs Bunny will always will have to make the left turn on Albuquerque. <laughs> he always missed that left turn Albuquerque. End up anywhere in the world. Actually, the first time it happened. Was and I'm going on a histor- on, on a on a tangent here. Was in a World War II cartoon. Wow! Uh, How do you know this? Because I'm a big cartoon fan. Oh Jesus! See, here's our research. Here's the, okay. Here's the quality research department here, folks, for you. Well, this is this is out of the top of my head. No research. Oh wow! Nice. Uh, because yeah. I love, I actually love that cartoon. It's the first time they did the uh, the uh, walk the walk the uh, uh, Wagner uh, spoof. Before they did it on What's Opera Doc, so that's why I remember that cartoon. But enough about that, I say. All I remember is Bugs Bunny saying Kukumanya. I thought that was the coolest thing, and then I, I named a, a, an imaginary planet after it. And I spelled it C O C O M U N I A, which is totally wrong. But All I'm saying is one time we need to do a video podcast so you can see exactly how many different face palms I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of palms, um, damn it, I'm gonna have to go get pants if we do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. All right. On back, actually, now we're gonna talk to or go to Ohio, where a radio host challenge to turn hot lesbians backfires. Um, someone read the story, and then I will give you the inside scoop since I am somewhat acquainted with this. I'll do it. WNCI host Jimmy Jam said he wanted to turn Gigi Chow, the lesbian whose father offered 500, Hong Kong 500 million, because there's actually a typo there, which is US 65 million, to the man who could change her sexuality. A radio host has apologized after promising to turn any hot lesbians willing to go on a date with them. 
WNCI Morning Sioux host Jimmy Jam, whose show is nationally syndicated in the United States, shocked the local population of Columbus, Ohio. Restaurant owner Elizabeth Lesner spread the word on Facebook and Twitter, saying WNCI's morning show is hosting a contest to see if one of the morning guys can change a hot lesbian if he dates her. I wish I was kidding. Michael McCoy, operations manager of Clear Channel Media and Entertainment Columbus, told Jezebel the bill was a reference to the Hong Kong lesbian Gigi Chow, whose father promised to give 500 million Hong Kong dollars, that's a typo, to the man who could change his sexuality. How many times have you watched a TV show or a movie that started with a theme or action you might have found objectionable, then end with a lesson for, for all of us, he said. The joke in this bit is not on the lesbian or LGBT community, it's on Jimmy. Yeah, right. But the angry local residents say, said Jam has a history of being sexist and homophobic, and the comment clearly came up as competition, not a satire. She said he clearly had said something like, let Jimmy turn you straight by going on a date and said you had to be a hot lesbian to participate. Jam read an apology on air after the angry comments, saying that he had done what he had done was thoughtless. Chow, whose news story from Hong Kong went viral, is now receiving a diligent offer from straight men who think they win the millions. Thankfully, though, some male admirers provided some support. One Twitter user said, yes, because a man marrying your daughter for money is better than the woman who married her for love. So I'll let you know um, a little bit of backstory here. Way, way, way long time ago, before we even started podcasting, uh, my cohort from Machine and Lemon, Patrick and I, and a friend of ours actually were fans of the WNCI Morning Zoo. And we actually did a WNCI Morning Zoo fan page. And basically, were more or less acquaintances, you know, fan, uh, fans of the the show, and actually got the. And I wrote actually a whole um, story about this on my blog here. You can go check it out at um, anthonyandsummel.com. But we actually were somewhat close friends with these guys, and uh, got you know sort of the inside scoop of going out with them to you know gigs or radio things and whatnot, and. Um, help them do some, you know, video editing and whatnot. And generally, WNCI, the zoo has been very pro-gay, and they've been very supportive of various individuals across the years and whatnot. And Jimmy is generally one who plays the, um, let's say, devil's advocate or whatnot. And he, not saying that he's never been pro-gay, but he's always the one coming up with the bits and it, and. Knowing the inside scoop of how radio bits are done and how radio stations are created or whatnot, this is—I'm surprised. First of all, this even got the amount of coverage it did and the reach it got, which leads me to believe that there was something else going on. But this thing here is pretty much a typical bit, which a radio station morning jockey does. They're trying to be outrageous. They're trying to be ridiculous, and. They basically say something that gets taken out of context. So knowing these guys for, I mean, a couple of years and whatnot, I mean, I don't think they were trying to be anti-gay. They're just trying to do something to get ratings, and that's pretty much what this is. Look, yeah, I, I would think this was a publicity stunt. Yeah, that's all it is. It's a publicity Look, stunt. Actually, Miss Lesnar, by doing the Facebook thing, um, Puerto Rico has has this guy called the gangster and he was uh, when i was a kid and he was i never heard a show because i really don't care much about that kind of uh type of show 
but he would get all these people upset. And he actually had, he still has a show in the evenings in local Puerto Rican TV. And they will have these people called morality and media protest the show. And he had the highest rating because you're giving this guy free publicity. So, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's, and I mean, that's all it is. I mean, it's publicity for the show, even when it's negative publicity. I mean, no news, even negative news is good, good, good news. Yeah, and I mean, it's like, I mean, first of all, I mean, yeah, Jimmy Jam, maybe, and I mean, I mean, Jimmy. you know him, you know, you know him personally, but I mean, yeah. prima facie, prima facie, to use legalese, he might be an idiot, but by you starting this whole, you know, this whole uh, uh, legion of angry uh, people in Facebook saying that Jimmy Jam is a jerk, he is being a jerk because he's being paid to be a jerk, and he likes probably being a bit of a jerk. I'm. Well, it is. It is. It is. It is an alter ego. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and that's the thing is because I'll tell you one thing too because I knew them both off air and on air and I mean a lot of the stuff that that Rio disc jockeys do on air is pretty much just for exaggeration purposes and whatnot. I mean, so yeah, I mean they're. I mean now once again I'll recommend that everybody go read my blog post because the reason why I stopped listening to them is that Jimmy Jans and the Zoo, but Jimmy specifically started promoting for the war in Iraq. Back in 2000, when did we go in Iraq? 2003, 2002. Um, and that really just, I mean, for me personally, just pissed me off because anybody with two cents of a brain could realize that this was a totally unnecessary war and basically done for in, uh, illegitimate reasons. But, um, and after that, I stopped listening to them. But, but I would say, Knowing them, they're they're actually pretty supportive of the gay community here and whatnot. And Jimmy is actually it's actually rumored that Weasel Boy, the previous um, one of the previous interns, was gay. And actually, there was rumors too that Jimmy was gay. And there's some rumors that one of their other hosts was a bisexual and whatnot. But I mean, look, Anthony, even if he was a misogynistic piece of crap, he has a right to do so. Uh, and say whatever he wants. Yeah, on it's a radio show. show. I mean, it's, yeah, freedom of speech. So I mean, it's like that's what uh, that's what we have the right. I, I may hate what you say, but you had the full right to say it. So basically, Elizabeth, no. I love you, sister. You may have gone. You may have had the right thought, but your execution sucks. Well, yeah, and he has the right to say it. I'm just trying to point out that it's just a radio show, for, and it's trying to get publicity, folks, and. Mm-hmm. And you and you just gave it this. It's it's walking into. The I know, I know. But if I explain to people sort of the background and sort of the once once you sort of delve into, if you listen to ratio for a very long time, you start to realize how everything goes in a formulaic pattern. And once you start to realize that, you start to realize that a lot of it is just bullshit. I mean, I listened yeah. to Stern for years, and I realized for a very long time. Stern is not at all his 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 on air personality is not always probably really like in person, so it's just you just you start to realize okay this is gonna happen because this is typically what happens on this show so um, and and to and to close up uh, it's 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 like pro wrestling some of these guys you know are are total nut jobs and probably the most level headed people in the world. And yes, I did put a pro wrestling angle on a, a, a morning a morning <laughs> show. We have reached a new low in this weekend game. Well, you know, we could reach a new high if we got some <clears throat> donations. And once again, I'm going to point out the call for donations, folks, because, um, you know, there was 
you know, the, occasionally I get in these situations that I think Antivir was talking about where you wonder if you should even continue to do the podcast. And then something happened today. I can't remember what, but something happened today. Then, oh, well, that the, changed your life. You know, the, he doesn't actually, remember it, but it changed his life. Yeah. He's a changed man. But, no, I don't say he's a changed man, but reaffirm why we still do this podcast. I think it was because I wrote the blog post that's saying that you know, podcasts allow us to have our voice compared to these mass conglomerations that have basically taken over the airwaves or whatnot. People right. grab drinks. Say what? <laughs> yeah, start drinking. Um, but anyhow, we give you guys the information you need to know and not the bullshit to program your brain. So turn off your radio. Stop I will have you to know I feed my audiences the highest quality bullshit available. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and fuck you, dollar. Anyhow, we uh we need about f- we're running on our uh, 2013 server funds here. We need about $46 here coming up to basically pay for next year. I got two donations and I want to thank Mr. Raphael for the one donation. And I also want to thank, oh, where is it here? I should have had this ready. I'm so, I apologize in advance here. Oh, I think his name was Christopher. Christopher sent the second donation. Um, While he's doing that, let me say, um, if all these guys that have been liking the This Week in Gay page lately are, first of all, real, um, you know, they're actually listening to the show. They're actually actually liking the show. If all that's real, if you would just contribute five bucks, bucks, five, five bucks, yeah, at least five bucks. Right now, you'd keep this thing going for another year. Yeah, so at least no, yeah. you know, you can always do more. Yeah, we don't ask for much. It's a free podcast. Although Apple may be actually adding a. Uh, opportunity to actually pay for podcasting here shortly, and if that's the case, believe me, folks, I am very tempted to make this We and Gay a pay podcast. Maybe, maybe just a penny, but you never know. So, um, seriously, folks, um, we need your help desperately. Um, I can't do this by myself, and I mean, I've already invested a negative four hundred and fifty dollars in the hole, I think, in in, in one instance <coughs> of buying just software. So. I mean, uh, if Anthony. Would, yes. Can can you can you stop for one second? We do have a celebrity endorsement. One second. Oh, okay. Hi, this is Sally Scrubby. <laughs> you gotta think about the podcast. Just donate now. <laughs> Sally, thank you so much. We appreciate it. What show were you on again? Oh, I, I was in All in the Family. You remember that from the 70s? Because you're old. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I think my dad told me not uh, to watch that show for some reason. Anthony, I'd like to make a correction from a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, on one of the podcasts, when, you're, when we're done with this section. Yes. Go ahead. Well, um, basically, guys, time. when I was talking about Supreme Court justices, I mentioned Justice John Paul Stevens as being the Supreme Court. He isn't. The correct Supreme Court Justice is uh, Stephen Breyer. I do apologize for my mistake, guys, and I'll try to be more thorough in my investigations in the future. Why start now? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're trying to make it sound real, <laughs> professional. I actually, I, actually, I actually do a little research on these things, Seder. Well, we you don't I'm just here for the, to provide the laughs. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody plays a part. So, And speaking of that, let's go around and let everybody talk about their various parts. Ha, ha, ha. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, first off, let's uh, introduce the ever Mr. Reliable, Mr. Brother Sinatus. Hey. You still win? Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Google Plus, and I have audio booze. All right. And then uh, Mr. Blue Jeans Guy up there in Michigan. Yes. Host of that Blue Jeans Guy podcast. Check out my most recent show where I interview the co-captains of our winning fundraising team for the AIDS Walk, beating out a corporately sponsored team. Woohoo! That's thatbluejeansguy.com. All right. And uh, Mr. Sater Spear. Well, I'm Scott the Sater, and you can find me at my podcast, The Sater Sphere. You can find us at www.satersphere.blogspot.com or online on iTunes at The Sater Sphere. And then uh, please welcome back our research department, Mr. Rafael. Uh, guys, I'm Rafael Cabrero, a.k.a. the research department of This Week in Gay. And as always, a pleasure being with you guys. And donate those damn $2, people. <laughs> it ain't that much. Rafael, can you dollars? Rafael, can you do me a, say, a favor? <laughs> just, just say your name again, please. Rafael Antonio uh-huh. Cabrero. Oh God! You missed my opening. You missed my opening, Scott. That's what happens. Oh, I can't up. wait to find your opening. <laughs> <laughs> God. And so we go. Tracy, there. Tracy, tell us about yourself so we can get the hell out of here for Country Boy. <laughs> Uh, all right, and this is uh, Tracy Turner, your loyal listener of the Southwest in Phoenix, Arizona. And you can find – well, you can't find me anywhere because I don't have a podcast as of yet. So well, tlturner71 pod- at gmail.com. Look for his podcast soon, a boy in Arizona from Texas or something or another. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm Anthony from Changing Lemon. Goodbye, folks. We'll see you next week. Same time, same bad channel. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.